This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Eric Wan. He's the founder and chief executive officer of Zoom, which many of you I'm sure have heard of. We're going to jump into that in a second. But before Zoom, he was corporate vice president of engineering at Cisco, where he was responsible for Cisco's collaboration software development. As one of the founding engineers and vice president of engineering at WebEx, he was the heart and soul of the WebEx product from 97 to 2011. He grew that team from 10 engineers to more than 800 worldwide and contributed a revenue growth from zero to more than 800 million. He was named inventor on 11 issued and 20 pending patents in real-time collaboration. And in 2017, he joined the Forbes Tech Council and was added to the business insider list of the 52 most powerful people in enterprise tech. Eric, are you ready to take us to the top? Thank you. Yes, I'm ready. That is a mouthful. Okay, so you're at WebEx, big success. You go to Cisco, and then you go, oh, I really missed this video conferencing space. Let me jump back in. What happened? So, you know, we started a company to Cisco in 2007, and Cisco is a great company. However, back to 2010, 2011 time frame, and Cisco was unwilling to change its collaboration strategy because I saw a great opportunity to build a next generation collaboration solution, which is uh, video conferencing centric rather than web conferencing centric. That's what we did before at WebEx. And the customer, they are looking for a solution like a video centric collaboration. And that's why I, I thought that opportunity and Cisco you know, was unwilling to change that. So I had to leave to build the next generation of collaboration solution. But now you're kicking WebEx butt. I mean, you're taking their market share. How does, I mean, Cisco is pretty dumb for letting you go. Did they not try and make sure you wouldn't compete with them somehow? Uh, you know, at that time, six, six years ago, they did not realize they needed <laughs> to build the next generation of a collaboration solution. But three years after I left, you know, they realized, you know, WebEx is very old, architecture not right anymore. They got to build the next generation solution. That's, that's how they started a new project called Cisco Spark. And I think at least for now, they understood that now. Interesting. You know, the most successful entrepreneurs I've met, they sell their first company into a corporation, they get frustrated like you did, but they know all the problems inside. So they leave, launch a new company, and then later sell it back. And they do it over and over and over again. It's like a, it's like a washing machine. So you're in acquisition talks right now with Cisco, aren't you? No, no, no. We, we don't want to sell the company. And uh, by the way, you know, I was not a CEO, right? So WebEx, you know, the, the two co-founders and, uh, you know, they already a public company. They wanted to sell the company back to 2007. You know, in, in our case, you know, in the case of Zoom, we really wanted to build a long-term sustainable company who focus on delivering happiness to our customers. You know, we, we enjoy that. We have fun by doing that. And after you sell the company, what, what are you going to do, right? I think especially here, this is the Silicon Valley. You know, I call that a startup valley. You better work on a startup, right, to make a world a better place. Mm -hmm. 
So tell me more about Zoom's business model. Is it a pure play SaaS model? Yeah, it's a pure SaaS model. And we do have a, a very good freemium offer. And me, meaning one-to-one is always free. And even for the group video conference, we give you all the features for free, but we limit it to 40 minutes for the group video conferencing. If you want to subscribe to become a paid customer, and also it's very affordable in less than $15 right, per host per month. Mm-hmm. It's a very good price. And what, so what do people, I don't want to go down to all your different customer cohorts, but on average, what's a customer pay you per month? Uh, we have, uh, you know, three buckets, right? The online bars, you want to buy one pro account or two pro account. For that segment, you know, just uh, either $15 per, per month or $30, one or two accounts. For SMB customer, and probably around 10 pro accounts, like between 100 to 200. We also have a commercial major account, enterprise account, you know, from 1,000 to like 100,000 a month. Interesting. Okay. So you, you treat these as very different cohorts. There's not a good average to really take amongst them. Right on. Yes. Okay. Those are very different, you know, the customer segment. Yep. Okay. And give me more of the backstory here. What year did you launch this company in when you left Cisco? Uh, I left Cisco end of June of 2011. And uh, that, that's how I started Zoom. And uh, one month later, some top WebEx engineers, they, they quit and followed me to, start, to join Zoom. Oh, Cisco really doesn't like you, do they? Uh, they are okay. <laughs> at that time, they, they saw, you know, they focused on the social networking. At that time, they saw the overall the collaboration strategy should be around the social networking. I have mm-hmm. a different opinion. And they, they probably thought, I do not understand the collaboration. And they think I will go into a wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Now, what have you, tell me more kind of about the business here. Have you bootstrapped this or have you raised a lot of capital? And if so, how much? And uh, when I started, I, I, I did read the three million state funding from all the Silicon Valley, you know, angel investors or friends and uh, some, you know, uh, ex-Cisco executives, some former WebEx executives as well. And then later on, I read the A round, B round, C round, and the D round. And the D round led by Sequoia, C round led by Emergency Capital, B round led by the Horizon Ventures, A round like a Qualcomm Venture, a Jerry Young's Emmy Cloud Venture, and some Android investors. So, so how much total? Yeah, in, in total, we raised 145.5 million. Yeah, 145 million. Now, where does that capital go? Is it to the engineering team? Is it to user acquisition? Where is it most of it going? And uh, most of the A round and the B round money, uh, I think, uh, were was uh, spent on you know uh, sales and R and D team. Mm-hmm. And uh, the C round and the D round money is still in the bank. We even did not touch that yet because we already generated generated enough cash you know, to help us to invest more into the backend operation or, or marketing side. Yeah. Well, in that case, you know, I charge a $20 million fee to come on my show, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. What's your team size today? We have uh, over 800 employees uh, worldwide. And are you mostly based on San Francisco? That's headquarters? No, sorry. Our headquarters in San Jose. San Jose. Okay, very good. And then remote the rest of the folks. Yeah, we have office in Denver, Santa Barbara, Kansas, London, Australia, China as well. Yeah. Okay. And now in a little bit, I want to get into more how you're using your freemium model to propel your enterprise success in terms of land and expand. But what have you grown your current customer base to? How many folks? 
we have a little bit over 850,000 unique business domains. You know, okay. like uh, Uber, like a Tesla, you know, like Zendesk, Okta, you know. Those are, those are paying folks though, right? Yeah, yeah, they, they are. See, you like, know, Derek, some people, sometimes people lie to me. They say, we have all these people and I go, they're paying, right? And they go, no, they're free customers. And I go, that's not a customer if they're not paying. Those are free. The top, those are the big companies that are all paid. Yeah. And for sure, we have some, you know, SMB customer, like, uh, you know, they also have a business customer. Maybe they pay one license or maybe some free customer. But the big, you know, like uh, uh, the company name I just shared with you, for sure, they're all paid customer, like Stanford University as well. Yep. Now, when I, if I take 850000 and you told me earlier, just your smallest segment minimum is 15 bucks a month. I mean, I can multiply those. I mean, you're doing over 12 million bucks a month, right? Significantly more than that? Uh, you can see that. Yes. Well, Eric, I, I'm just, just to be clear, I'm just multiplying your numbers. I mean, I think you're doing well north of that because you have a lot of enterprise accounts and this is just your minimum. That's true. Yes. Yeah. I think your mess is right on. So, okay, good, good. Now, are you going to let me put a cap on that? So can I say you're doing more than 150 million annually, but less than a billion? I'm so sorry. Nathan. I cannot disclose our exact revenue number, and uh, <laughs> otherwise I'll be in trouble. So okay, I understand. No problem. Um, tell me more about growth. How fast year over year is the company growing? Yeah. So when it comes to growth, you know, we, we took a, a different approach. We really do not focus on growth. We focus on the existing customers. We spend a lot of time taking care of our existing customers. We do not chase after the new prospect. We really want to make sure our existing customer happy. Mm-hmm. Because of that strategy, the growth, you know, follows by itself. You know, our growth is pretty good. The reason why we do not focus on growth, we focus on the existing customers because, you know, Zoom video conferencing has a network effect, right? If I'm our- envious. I'm very jealous of you, by the way. You and document signing. It takes two people to have a conference and two people to sign a document, right? Very true, yeah. So what, I mean, that's a great focus, right? You're focused on your current base and it drives growth. But I mean, are we talking 50% year over year, 20% year over year, 100% year over year? I think a minimum is 100%, you know, over the past several years, right? You know, and uh, it, we got to grow, you know, faster, right? I think that that's kind of a minimum is 100% over the past several years. Yeah, that's, I mean, Eric, just to be clear, I mean, that's really impressive. I mean, at a minimum, right, you just said earlier, Adam, and this is just a minimum, right? If you're doing 12 million a month, that's 153 million a year. And if you're growing 100% over year at those big numbers, that means last year you were what? At $76 million run rate and, you know, at a minimum, you're doubling that. That's incredible growth. I, I cannot remember the exact number, but uh, overall, I think the growth rate is, uh, is pretty good. It's very manageable. And again, you know, we really do not focus on growth. We focus on the customer happiness. Well, yeah, but that drives your growth. You, know, you only focus on that because you know if you just focus on that, it'll drive your growth. But I want to make sure I understand this because it just gives more credibility to your story. I mean, 100% year-over-year growth at those numbers is really impressive. Is, I mean, are, is that accurate? It's accurate. However, internally, we never set up a goal. Hey, next year, 100%. Last yeah. year, 100%. You know, years, years ago, it's 300%. We, 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 we tell our team, no, let's not focus on that. Let's focus on our NPS score. Let's focus on our customer happiness. If you do that, if a growth rate is 50% or 150% or 250%, that's okay. Yeah. Because, you know, otherwise, it's just a focus on the growth. You know, for the sake of growth, we do, we do not think that's a sustainable. How big do you think this market is? I mean, you're already a huge SaaS company. How big do you think the market is? 
Oh, in terms of uh, TAM, I think it's huge. That's a, you know, a 20, $20 billion market. So, mm -hmm. When do you cross a billion dollars a year? Uh, revenue? What's your goal? Yeah, what year, by what year? I, again, our goal is to connect a billion users to use Zoom. Eric, you're so nice. I'm like this mean capitalist pushing in all these numbers and you're talking about love and customers. You're making me look bad. No, no, seriously, that's our philosophy. <laughs> it works on the 1 billion users, right? Not the workers, right? Users to use Zoom. And whatever the, the, the revenue number is, that's okay, right? If you focus on a customer happy, whatever the growth rate, that's okay. Otherwise, you know, when you build a startup company, you really focus on the numbers, you, you are going to lose the phone part. Yep. If you focus on the customer happy, you, you enjoy that. As I'm traveling the world on planes, trains, and automobiles, you know, guys hear it. I'm closing loads of different deals, whether it's buying a company, closing a new account for gitlatka.com, you name it, I've got to do it. And part of my issue is signing documents while I'm on the road. So I just found this new tool. I'm using it pretty aggressively. It's called Sign Easy. So you can get started for free at gitsigneasy.com forward slash podcast. You'll see contracts that I've signed there and boy, oh boy, are they big and they work and the app is so easy to use. Get started today at getsigneasy.com forward slash podcast. Now, do you spend any money each month on paid acquisition or no? You just let your viral coefficient do the work. To some extent, we do because you know, we still need the Google search, right? We need to pay the Google search keyword, right? From that perspective, I think that's still paid acquisition. But the reason why everybody is doing that, you know, we, we got to, to do that as well to focus on the low end. You know, yeah. for most of the customer acquisition are done by organic growth. Okay. And a lot of incoming leads, you know, happy customer refer to another customer. And, uh, you know, you know, there's a snowball, you know, effect. So well, well, let me ask this a bit differently. How quickly, whatever you do spend on paid stuff, conferences, ads, things like that, how quickly do you like to make that money back? What do you like to keep payback period under? It's where, you know, again, in, in the street market, is like, you know, the, the second, right? Online SMB and enterprise. Online SMB is very, very fast. Within, the, within one quarter, you already get the money wow. back. Okay. And now do you, will you stretch that a little bit more on your enterprise accounts because you know their lifetime value will be much higher? Absolutely right. Yeah. Enterprise account, it depends. You know, sometimes it's, you know, could it be one quarter, sometimes it could be a year. Okay. And but never more, you never like to go more than a year. Oh, we do. Sometimes okay. some account is more than one year because they already subscribe to other service. They're not happy. However, they already, you know, sent a contract for two years, right? What can we do? Right. So, Yep, that makes good sense. Now, I want to ask a few questions here around what I think you do really, really well, which is you probably know what you've got to get a new sign-up to do in the first hour for them to get sticky. What is that metric, and how do you get your whole team hyper-focused on making that thing happen? I'm sorry. We, we all, again, we took a different approach. We never wanted to make our services sticky. The reason why I think that is wrong direction, because... The reason why you want to make sticky, you always say, hey, this customer don't switch to the others. I think that's wrong approach. I Wait, would go, Eric, say that again? I would say, you know, quite often you want to build a SaaS service. You want your service very sticky, right? You do not want a customer switch to other service, right? Our approach is different. We really want to make sure customer, if they want to switch to other service, 
We'll make it very smooth, very easy. You no, know, that's not my question though. My question is when someone like sends me a Zoom link and I haven't used Zoom before, right? What do you know I've got to be able to do in the first 10, 20 minutes to actually get success from the Zoom platform, to fall in love with you, to increase your oh. NPS score? I'm so sorry. First of all, we've got to make it work. Meaning you click that, quickly join the meeting, see each other, talk to each other. You feel like, uh, you know, this is a very natural experience. More like somebody call you, right? And you, you click that link and another two clicks, you join the call, we can talk like today, right? Yep. And make the first several minutes very easy and also make sure, you know, when you talk to someone, the video quality, audio, everything else just work. And Eric, in this world, in this technical world we're currently in, you have many, many patents. What makes those first five minutes so tricky from a technical perspective? What are the hurdles you had to overcome building this? And you know, first of all, you know, this is a lot of technology built in. Right? You make sure you recognize your audio device, video device, make sure you support all kinds of devices, make sure no matter how bad the network is, you always should make it work, right? Essentially, all those kind of hard work you know, you know, we needed to build that into the product. See, like uh, quite often you, you are using your iPhone to join, you know, maybe your Wi-Fi network is not stable. How can we make sure still keep a very clear audio, right? A lot of technology are built, you know, to support that. Interesting. Okay, and then what about, I mean, you said you don't really mind kind of people leaving and going to other platforms. So do you, you probably don't look at things like churn or retention. Oh, we do because, uh, you know, the churn is very important because customers are not happy in, in regard to make sure they understand why they are leaving, right? However, you know, however, we cannot do something to make the service very, very sticky. You cannot leave. That's the worst case because yeah. customers are not happy. They also cannot leave. I would say that's really not, you know. Not <laughs> what is your churn today? What is, again, the three, you know. Uh, in, your, in, your, in your online cohort. Online cohort, I would say industry average. Okay, which is about what? It's, it's, it's about, you know, the 2 to 3%, right? In Monthly? Month. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. they, they go on and buy, next two months, they cancel, third month, they come back. You know, that's okay, right? This is for online bars, just one or two per account. And yeah. our enterprise, you know, you know, segment is very, very, I would say, is good. Yeah. All right. Eric, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's the last book you read? Last book is uh, Microsoft CEO Setia's book and Hit Refresh. It's a great book. Hit Refresh. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Uh, again, it's uh, still the Microsoft CEO. So. What, what's the company? Max what? Microsoft. Microsoft CEO. Microsoft CEO. Okay, good. Oh, oh Mike, is Satya Nadella, Microsoft? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got it, got it. Um, number three, what's your, besides your own, what's your favorite online tool? Um... Email. <laughs> yeah. What do you use, Gmail? We use Gmail. All right, number four, how many hours do you sleep to get every night? Uh, seven hours. That's good, and what's your situation? Married, single, you have kids? Uh, I'm married for 20, more than 23 years. Wow, married and how many kids? 25 years and uh, three kids. I thought we were gonna say 25 kids. Okay, so three years, and how old are you, Eric? For 25 years and three kids, you know. <laughs> how old are you? I'm uh, 48. Sorry, 47, 47. 47, last question. Take us back 27 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? I'm um, so sorry. And uh, another people joined the meeting. So sorry, my bad. Oh, that's okay. We're, we're almost done here. This is the last question. Uh, let, let me remove him. I would move it. <laughs> so Eric, yeah, last question. Take us back 27 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? And... Um, 
set up uh, a big dream is to go work for that. And there got to be a very big dream. There you guys have it from Eric. Set a big dream early and go work with that and work on that. He was part of the original WebEx team group to 800 million in sales, sold it to Cisco. He saw a big opportunity at Cisco. Cisco wasn't willing to change and upgrade their architecture, so he left, took some team with him, launched Zoom back in 2011. They now have a team of 800 people trying to make this easy. He holds dozens of patents. They're all based in San Jose and other remote locations all around the world, many different headquarters. They raised 145 million bucks. They don't focus on trapping people in their their platform. Heck, they don't even focus necessarily on growth. They focus on making their current customers, their 850,000 customers successful, and they let their viral coefficient do the acquisition. They've got, again, that many customers, 850,000, paying a minimum of 15 bucks a month. So about 12 million, well over 12 million bucks a month in revenue or well over 153 million bucks a year in revenue, growing about 100% year over year. Big market. He sees it as a $20 billion market. Eric, we wish you the best and thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you. Appreciate it for your time.